Hello, and welcome to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. And uh, I just want to give a quick, uh, quick uh, reminder that if you wanna, if you wanna support us even more than just listen to us, which you are, of course, which thank you so much, check us out on Patreon.com/slash/DontMakeAScene, where you can get early access to my other podcast. You get exclusive episodes of this podcast. There's videos, commentary tracks, and all kinds of stuff for just three bucks a month. But other than that, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you so much for listening. Now. My name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello! Hello! And in today's episode, we're talking about the long-awaited sequel to The Meg! Uh, it's The Meg 2! The Trench! <laughs> Just Meg 2, it's not The Me- Alright, that's true. Time. But it's Meg The two. Trench. The Trench, alright. Yeah, because this is more of a Trench movie than The Meg movie. Yes. The Megs don't really appear until the end. I mean, they're there, but... <laughs> the, the tagline on IMDb is perfect. A research team encounters multiple threats while exploring explore, exploring the depths of the ocean, including a malevolent... Malevolent... Malevolent. Thank you. Mining operation. Yes. That's exactly, exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm wondering, I haven't, I haven't looked this up, but I know the, f- the first move was based on a book. Yes. And I'm guessing there are sequels to the book. Did you look this up? I didn't. Oh, okay. Because I'm I'm thinking like maybe maybe this is maybe this is a sequel to the Meg, but I mean it's more of a uh, you know sequel to Jonas Taylor's character story. So it's like ah Megs aren't important now. It's the Trench instead or something like that. And they just call it Meg Two instead of calling it the Trench. There seems to be a book called the Meg, and then by the same author yeah. the Trench. Yeah, okay. So I'm right. assuming... Yeah, it's the sequel to Meg, a novel of deep terror, and the second book in the mm-hmm. Meg series or something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, th- th- this is just more This is more uh, aquatic action starring uh, Jason Statham. Um, and if, if, if you've seen the first movie, it's, 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 uh, it's a repeat, more or less. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's other... Other stuff involved. There's like yeah, like an evil mining corporation, which they kind of get rid of, and like they're they they're not really a big threat. They're more like peripheral. They're to the, to they're the uh, they're just ra- around there, and and um, they help move things forward for both the 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 monsters and the humans. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know what what we're what we're discussing here. I'm just gonna ask you, what did you think of Meg Two: The Trench? For what it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you say this about movies. Like this. I don't know. I, I, I sure, sure. I, I enjoyed it as well, but I would never call this fantastic. Because I didn't have like, any expectations other than sure. big sharks and Jason Statham being like a superhero almost or a badass yeah. action man. Yeah. Uh, some witty jokes. Okay, acting like nothing spectacular. Good CGI, which I think they had. I think the CGI was fine. I don't know. It was fine. Yeah, fine. It wasn't terrible. Which no, sure. I, 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 anything above terrible was what I expected. <laughs> the music you had was very fun. low expectations. Yes, definitely. So, uh, and okay. it met all my low expectations. It exceeded sure. my low expectations, actually. So, I know I, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it too. Uh, <laughs> but, but. 
but I like objectively I can't I can't say this was like amazing in any way. I'm sorry. <laughs> um Jesus Christ, I just thought you gave it a three three and a half yeah. out of five. Yeah. That's like come on. I mean, even even for what it is, it's not that good. I gave I gave I think I gave it a two or a two and a half. <clears throat> you gave it a, a two. two. Yeah. And I wrote, This is not great art, but it is entertaining. And that's that's it. It's like yeah, but I can I, I can appreciate entertainment as three or up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I mean I mean my 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 score is more an indication of like quality. Oh no, my uh, my score is how I felt about it. Oh, okay. But if if it's quality, I'll obviously like it more, which is why Oppenheimer has four and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you do you realize then that uh, uh, it's a, Oppenheimer it's a little o- bit misleading, maybe? Yeah, Oppenheimer only only has one star more. Yeah. Than uh, Meg Two for you. But I'll watch the Meg Two more times than I'll watch Oppenheimer. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh no, I will. I mean, I I I I, I probably wouldn't. No, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. it a, I laughed a lot. I was I was invested in the characters, specifically uh, Uncle Uncle Jumi, because they, yes. they, they he he felt like one of those characters they were gonna kill off. But surprisingly, hey, fuck it, spoilers, this is a spoiler <laughs> cast. None of none of like the essential characters die. Uh, no, there are three people early in early on in the movie that that uh, that are uh, you know casualties. But that's really before we get to know the group. Yeah, they're and new it's really, people, it's really, sort of, yeah. for us at least. And it's it's really after that that we get to know the characters in like more dire situations. And even then, so, no wait, which two are which three are you thinking of? Uh, when they're walking to the trench, the guy who oh, gets yeah, eaten yeah, 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 by yeah. Uh, something. We don't know exactly what. I guess it was octopus. Yeah, and then the girl who didn't have enough uh, oxygen who died. And then there's a third one, I think. Lance, well, yeah, there's the guy who... Lady... Um, isn't there a guy before that? No. I don't remember, really. Being honest. No, it's, 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 two, it's two ladies and the guy. The guy gets eaten. One of them gets grabbed by the... Uh, the Megalodon, I think, when they're running to the... the Oh yeah, and then the, mi- the one the mining who, thing, whose face the one implodes. Who, who implodes, yeah. Oh, uh, the still three, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, "Oh no!" So like, uh, up the stakes. But it's like I said, it's really after that um, that we get to know the characters, and then we have Jonas, we have Uncle Jumi, we have uh, little little Mac, girl. DJ Maging. Yeah, exactly. And I think is it Rigas who survives? Is yes, yeah. Rigas is the girl, yes. the woman. Um, and they keep putting them in in situations where you're you're like these are these are disposable characters. Of course they're gonna die, and like even though you're like ah, I kind of like these characters, but I know they're gonna die because it's that kind of movie. But they don't. They no. just keep putting them in perilous situations, which is good. That was good. It was um, and it wasn't it wasn't too much. We're like, oh, this is getting ridiculous. No, every time we're enough. like, okay, this is the time. This is yeah, the time. Like, yeah, they didn't die. <laughs> um. But also, speaking like the fun, campy stuff, it's not really until they get back up on the surface from the trench, um, and they're heading for Fun Island, <laughs> that that the real fun action kind of starts. Sure, oh, sure. Oh, you know when they're on Mana One, the big, uh, the big uh, running uh, around research station. 
that's some that's fun action. Bit, yes. We get to we get to DJ be an action hero for a while, yes. which was fun. Oh, that's I wanted to double check. Page Kennedy, right? Page Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, you thought he made that song in the end. Yeah, I, I, I for some reason I think I've mixed him up with the musician. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, he I is a rapper. Yeah, okay, maybe it was him then. Because it was specifically a song written for the movie. Because we're singing about Megalodon, chomp, 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 and stuff. Um, but yeah, the the action down in the trench, while like sufficiently well shot, it wasn't fun or really exciting. Really, because we knew they were gonna get to the to the airlock. It was when they started fighting the sharks yes, yes. and the uh, <laughs> the uh, prehistoric uh, lizards on land. Yes, that it became fun, and that's really just the last half hour. It felt longer though. Yeah. So maybe, much maybe, was happening. <laughs> maybe for yeah, a lot is happening. There's, There's so much back, back and, and forth. forth. There's a lot of yeah. characters involved because then we have the bad guys as well, and we have all yeah. the, the the civilians. We have we have the return of the married couple and Pippin, which I was very excited for. Isn't it a different married couple? No, it's the wife and her, her puppy. We don't see the husband though. Oh, okay, though. okay. Well, I don't really remember. I just remember the dog. I think it's the same actress at least. I don't Double know. check that. Yeah, but like and and like I said, I enjoyed all that and all the the, the helicopter shenanigans and uh, Jason Statham, uh, you know, f- fighting off Megs with uh, with a sword. Well, sort of, sort of, sort of. <laughs> huh? But at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, it was fun. That's it. Disposable. Uh, don't really remember much about it other than like you know the action. Honestly, I don't have really much more to say about it. So, so that's what you thought of it. <laughs> yeah, summing it up. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, uh, I I like that it's very. They they know what they're doing is basically trash. Yes, um, so they they play with it. They have fun. Yeah, they don't they don't try to make they don't try to make it like all serious. This isn't a Marvel movie. No, it's like no, we're we're actually making a great movie. No, we're not. And that that's amplified from the first movie because the first movie also you 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 could you could tell the 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 actors and the director were like laughing behind the uh, behind the scenes and between the scenes. Yes, like this is so silly what we're doing. Um, and I'm glad that continues in this one. I would say this one is even sillier. Yes, because the, the first one tries to be serious a few times, um, but then it goes full camp in the end. By the way, the endings are exactly the same. The only thing new in this one is, you know, different animals. But it's, you know, they attack, uh, you know, a, a group of, of uh, uh, vacationers um, at a beach. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> they just add an octopus and lizards instead of just a, 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 a shark. You know what? It is a different actress for the bride, but it's, I think it's if supposed to be the same one. It's also a different dog, technically. Well, yeah. It's five years ago. The dog might be dead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I was almost hoping they would kill the dog in this one, even though yeah. I do not like them killing animals in 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 uh, movies. Any I'm, movies, <laughs> you know, fake or otherwise. But it was like, and they can't survive twice. Damn dog! And went, nope, it did. <laughs> it's a lucky dog. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, what we should talk about, though, if we're going to talk about something, is the fact that uh, this is directed by Ben Wheatley. Yes. Now, the f- the first movie was directed by John Turtletaub, I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. What was his name? Turtletaub? John Turtletaub? Let me check. Isn't it? Oh, I thought you had it up. No, no, I've closed the, me- the original Meg now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Turtletaub. Tom. Mm-hmm. 
which is you know uh he he made the uh he's, he's done a bunch of movies um a lot you know adventure he made the um uh, uh national oh, he treasure made movies cool and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah exactly i and mean he's national done, he's treasure. yeah yeah he's, he's done some good movies but he's also he's basic he's a he's a, he's a he's a director for hire you know um and you know it made sense that he would make a movie like meg but then Meg 2, they decided to go for, uh, speaking of Marvel, they kind of went, they, you know, we'll, we'll grab a, a, a weirdo artsy indie director with a, with, a, with a specific style, but then we won't let him do what he wants, because there is none of Ben Wheatley in this movie. Like, if you've seen his movies, and I, I, if anything, I hope, I saw this on Twitter as well, I hope this brings um, uh, more attention to him as a director and people check out his other movies, because this is not what he usually does. Um, he mainly does, like, weirdo, like, independent projects, um, like Kill List and In, in the Earth, uh, A Field in England, Sightseers. His first movie is called Down Terrace, I think. Um, and he's a great director. Um, like I said, with with a with a with a with a strange like style, sense of style. But this, honestly, I mean, I I think this is one of those movies, honestly, like Marvel, where they, you I mean, they technically needed a director, but I mean, everything you know, the script was already done. I'm sure lots of the CGI shit was done. They just needed him to be there and say, "Okay, action," and I like, talk to the <laughs> actors. Sort of. I get that feeling. And not downplaying, you know, him as a director, but I'm just saying, he, I, I'm sure he didn't have a lot of input into the the making of the movie. No. Because there's, there's, because you've seen, you've seen I've seen bits and movies. pieces of it. I haven't, don't yeah. think I've seen anything uh, fully of his. Um, there's, there's, there's nothing here that says, ooh, Ben Wheatley. <laughs> but looking at, at his, um, his track record, I'm having a hard time seeing what his style is because there's lots of different things though yeah but they all they all especially like especially kill list and sightseers even though they're very different movies one is like a super dark violent uh like british folk horror movie almost and sightseers is more of a uh uh well dark dark violent but very funny um uh yeah horror comedy almost but that's that's kind of what is very indicative of his style. It is they're they're his movies are very British. Like we said, the first one, Down Terrace, is a classic British gangster movie. But everything plays out like a domestic drama. It's like you know a retired gangster and his stupid children. Um, so okay. almost like a um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the the guy who made uh, Snatch. Um, he he makes you know he used to be like. Everyone was like Guy Ritchie. Oh, Guy Ritchie. okay, yeah. Now, now he's also a director for hire, more or less. But I mean, he still does good movies sometimes. Um, but like Ben Wheatley's also done the ABCs of Death and two episodes of Doctor Who's TV show. Yeah, well, ABCs of Death. Once again, that's uh, that's a short, and I know he used uh, the same actor from Kill List. Yeah, ABCs of Death is uh, it's, it's an two hours movie. long. Yeah, but it's an anthology movie. Oh, if you look at it, it's like. 20 directors or something even well well one for each letter i suppose so there's like five minutes ah yeah v is always recycled why is the young book always like uh, (laughs) yeah i've seen the first one did he work on the first one 
Uh, I can't find him in the list. Ben Wheatley. U is for unearthed. It is. In which one? Oh, in, in the ABCs of death. There's only one. There's two. Well, he's in one of them. I can't, okay. It doesn't say anything else than the ABCs of death. Well, that is the first one. Uh, then, <laughs> the second yeah. one's going to say ABCs of death too. Okay. Yeah. I would have said two Jesus then. Christ. Yeah, but I okay, whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, his, his thing is horror. His thing is horror with like, uh, well, yeah, a very very British twinge to it. Like I said, Killers is folk horror. The second one, uh, sight second one, Sightseers is um, you know, it's a it's a you know, they, they, it's almost like a it's almost like a um, uh, like a like a tourist attraction. Like um, I mean. You know, one of those videos like, come visit England for yeah, these attractions. But it's almost like that. Horror. But two insane people killing killing people at these places. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, Down Terrace, very much like a classic British gangster comedy. Um, but it, it turns weird towards the end. Okay. Same, th- and same thing with his latest movie. Well, except for this. In the Earth, very much a, like, British, like, folk horror movie. Lots of, you know... Uh, you know, ancient forests and uh, dru- dru- druid magic and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, hallucinatory stuff. Same with, same thing with a field in England, which is all about uh, takes place through some sort of revolution. I don't remember which one. So that's that's that that's his style. It's very hypnotic, very very psychedelic for the mo- a lot of times very psychedelic, very very British, and none of that is in this movie. <laughs> No, except Jason Statham. He's very British, but uh, sure, that's but a, not that's even in this one. He's not. No, really British. <laughs> um, I think the people who has the most of a British accent is uh, are the uh, some of the Chinese actors. Well, no, Jason Statham has a very Cockney accent. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. All right, he talks like this all the time. Um, um, Jason Statham. His, 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 uh, the growliness kind of masks it for me. <laughs> I just hear Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Yeah, sure, yeah. That's what it sounds like all the time. Meg, oh, Megalodon. It's Megalodon. Though, I have to say, I feel like the sharks are smaller this time. Yeah. Even though they know, mention that they're supposed to be bigger, which I don't get. Yeah, but you know why? Because, and that's why I feel like the Megs are not really supposed to be in this story. It's more a story about the trench and stuff going on in the trench. They feel like an afterthought because they're not like introduced like, oh my god, we like immediately see, I mean, after the opening action scene, we see like, oh, they have a Meg in captivity, so Megs are a thing now. Uh. Um, when when they go down into the trench, like, oh, we have a Meg alert, oh, there they are, and a ba-ba-ba, just swim by. There's never this sense of awe when you see them. Like in like in Jurassic Park, when you see the first dinosaur, it's like, oh, yeah. and even in the sequels, Whenever they introduce, like, yeah, it's the second, it's the third time we see dinosaurs, but they're still introduced, like, whoa, because it should be a whoa moment. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, there are the Megs. But it's because okay. it's in, in the Jurassic Park movies, it's because there's new species every time, I guess. Yeah, but this should still be, like, you don't see Megs every day. Like, you, the, this, sh- this should still be, like, a moment of wonderment. Uh, yeah, that's true. And they just like, eh, whatever, we've seen him before. Yeah, I fought one. They also kind of look over the giant octopus. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They're, they're, no one goes. Holy shit! There's a giant octopus. <laughs> no, yeah. And I wish there was a little more of that. But th- that's also another problem with the movie. It has. Um, fortunately, it's very short, which yeah. is good. Because like we talked just about this before, I'm done with long movies. With with um, the credits, it's one fifty six. 
yeah, exactly. So it's like one forty-five <laughs> without without credits. Yeah. Um. But this movie kind of needed to be a bit longer because they get into the action so quickly. Like, okay, we're going down into the trench. Oh, now we're here. Oh, look, there's a like we've gone deeper than anyone ever has before. Oh, look, here's a giant mining operations. Hmm, that's weird. Let's move on. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's people down here where no yeah. one's ever been before. Like, are you not gonna like talk about that at all? And they just casually cut to um, the bad guys. Not even not even introducing the bad guy. He's just sitting in his his in his uh, submarine talking to. Um, a bunch miners. of like, mining guys, yeah, who are just on the the bo- uh, uh on the on ocean the, floor, the bottom, yeah, the ocean floor, um, like putting putting explosives into the to the to the mountain or the 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 yeah the rock, yeah, <laughs> um, and they're like just glossing over the fact that they're using tech that you know the good guys have built. Like, well, can we can we can we slow down and discuss this? Well, no, we're, just we're gonna, supposed okay. to go. Hold on, is that the same tech? And then. Yeah. We get it explained later and on, then, though. Yeah, I know, but it's only like, oh, oh, they use my tech. Okay. We do get an explanation later on when we find out who the real bad guy is. Yeah, but it should be like a, oh, moment. It's only like a, huh. They don't moment. really have time to react. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> that's mean. Issue, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and also there are too many threats. It makes... We have... It makes... We have the internal threats. Mon- it makes it all too mundane. It's like, yes. ah, whatever. We're stuck there's on the ocean li- floor. There's a little bit much going on. but And there's no, like... We don't really have to... They do mention it a lot, though. We can't focus on everything else. We have to focus on the one problem ahead of us, and then we take the next one. Problem is, they never get to the next one, because something else takes pre- precedent. Yeah, exactly. They're always interrupted and facing a new imminent threat that they have to deal with. So we never get to the point where they actually take their time and realize what's happening. Yeah, and the whole the whole uh, eco warrior angle never never gets a uh, uh, a resolution because it opens with uh, Jonas now having moved having moved on from deep sea rescue to uh, basically like a Greenpeace uh, secret agent. Yeah, and I guess working for this company still. Um, the chi- what was the lady called? Lei B- Bing Li Bing Bing, the actress. What's her name? <laughs> Um, in the first movie, the, who he falls in love with. Oh, oh, um, oh no, Meiji's mother. You mean? Yes. Hold on, I have it. Yeah, it's Bing Bing Lee, not Lee Bing Bing. Bing Bing Lee. <laughs> yes. Su Yin. Um, and the daughter Mei Ying. Yeah. Uh, she's she's died in between the movies, and that's fine. You know, okay, whatever. She didn't get her back. Is, is by the way, is she the is she the actress that disappeared? What? I think she is. Hold on. Nope. She was in a movie in 2022. There's an actress who disappeared? Yes. There was a Chinese actress who, like, said something wrong on social media, and she just disappeared. Uh, but it wasn't her. All right. Whatever. Um, that's that's a, that's a discussion for a different day. Um, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Never happened. Chinese people listening. Never happened. Um, where were I'm we? I'm curious. I'll I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's the her character's passed away, and her brother, well, her and Jason Statham's character must have like gotten married or something, because he seems to be Maying's um caretaker. Yeah, or, or maybe he parent of some well, sort. Well, he could have just adopted her. He could have just adopted her. That's true. Before, because her before... grandpa is is dead. Her mother is dead. We don't know who the father is. Yeah. 
Well, they, uh, her they uncle... talk about it in the first movie. The, the father was never really around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, the uncle yeah, was so... perhaps not around when she needed someone to adopt her, and Jason Statham yeah, was. They created that character for this movie, so he yes. he was never around. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, obviously they couldn't get the actors back probably, so they just made up the uncle character instead. Yeah, which worked. Um, it worked, I, yeah. I, I thought that he was going to be kind of like the uh, billionaire who built Mono 1 in the first movie. Like, not a bad guy, but like, you know, representing the the, 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 the capitalist mm-hmm. dumbass, basically. Yeah, the money-hungry, don't really care about the mission, just want yeah. the one thing he wants, which in this case would be to um train the Megs. Yeah, but in, no, he turned out to be a legitimate character who cared, e- yeah. even though, you know, he was kind of stupid. But Bit at the same silly. time, yeah, <laughs> bit silly. Um, but he he became like a genuine character, and you, you root for him. It, it was the it, it was the one character we constantly thought was gonna die. Yes, but he kept evading death. Like yes, woo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's a combination of of the grandfather in the first one and the uh, the millionaire in the first one. Yeah, more is Zhang. Uh, but that's what I was getting at. So, Justin Statham. The movie starts with him, I mean, after the whole uh, dinosaur being eaten by a shark, which, yeah, like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've said that before, that was that is the opening pages of the first book. Right. So, I guess they just wanted to use that, that, uh... It fits. That, that might be a Ben Wheatley thing, like, why didn't you use this in the first movie? I'll use it in this one. Yeah, probably. It's, it's weird, you know, it's funny. Anyway, um, so he... He is uh, he has smuggled himself uh, on board a big uh, freighter ship that is dropping radioactive waste into the, uh, the, the South Chinese Sea. Yeah, um, which I thought that was gonna be like a, a, che- a Chekhov's uh, nuclear sludge. Like, oh my god, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a a a, a nuclear radioactive. mutated radioactive <laughs> Meg. That would have been awesome. But I guess that's too glow silly. in the dark. <laughs> or that maybe that's the third movie. Maybe that's the third. Because you know there was no there was no uh, end credit scene or post credit scene, but we were speculating like what could they actually do for a third movie? Now we know. There we go. Yes, nuclear Meg. Actually, getting to the the eco issue that yes. they started talking about. Even in the first one, they mention it with her yeah. being in uh, what's her name. Uh, Laurie being an ex-Greenpeace uh, yeah. soldier? I don't know what to call them. Eco-warrior. Yeah. Eco-warrior, yeah. And then, like, well, I'm doing this because it's, you know, there's 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 good things to find here, probably, that can help yeah. people. So it starts with that, and then we have, yeah, the, this, uh, the, the, the uncle who has taken over his father's... Uh, uh, research? Research stuff. Company? Like, yeah, so like we're doing good things with the ocean, and of course trying to preserve the ocean and preserve all the animals. Yay, 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 yay! And they're doing this together with the nice American uh, lady, um, who then spoilers yes. turns out to be the one who's illegally mining on the ocean floor. I'm, um, I'm, I'm struggling finding her. It's Sienna Gilroy. Oh, she doesn't look anything like herself. No, I know she looks so. She was such a milk toast villain in this. She had nothing to do, really. Because she's a good uh, actress. She's done stuff, yeah. Like, she's. Uh, I, I would recognize her face normally. Yeah. But I didn't. No. Maybe I don't know I if she looks too old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they never really get to, like, oh, no. Because uh, there's basically coal mining, but they're mining for rare earth minerals at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's like um, used in, in tech and stuff, apparently. 
And wouldn't it? I, I guess maybe that's a budgetary thing. But when they get to that big mining uh, mining platform in the uh, on the bottom, like it's all abandoned. It looks yeah. It, it's an upside down um, ship. freighter ship that they've like converted. Yeah, which would is have been cooler. Very if that was weird. Actually... How would you convert an, an a sunken ship to a research <sighs> mining facility? Yeah, at first I thought it was. Uh, uh, they had like disguised the facility as a ship, but no, because the well, they kind of had to because all the the stairs were in the right direction, but the doors were upside down. Yeah, but wouldn't it have then been cooler if um if they like maybe you know because they they the movie properly kicks off with them like doing like a regular dive into the trench just to explore. Yeah, they're uh, mapping uh, the trench. Yeah, they're yeah like or we're doing some... number nineteen this this weekend, whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been cooler than if you want to really really play with the uh, the whole uh, you know um, uh, e- eco terrorist thing um, that they're like we're we're uh, we're um, we're getting some strange reading from the trench uh, like anomaly an- anomalous readings like uh, you know uh, electricity spikes and and uh, uh, temperature fluctuations and uh, maybe you know. You cut to a beach where uh, deep sea creatures are being flushed up on on a beach, and they're covered in oil or something. But it's not yeah. crude oil; it's refined oil from a machine. Like, what is going on? So they go down there. They find the the mining operation. Like, what the hell is going on? How? First of all, how are people even down here before us? I thought we were like on the cut on the on the frontier of of um, science. Um. And then they go investigate, uh, and and they realize like, oh, it's American Lady Corporation. No, <laughs> she, I thought she was our friend. And then they get attacked down there. And then they get, and then you can have all the whole the whole thing with like, ah, oh, we better cover this up by blowing up the whole thing because they blow up all the miners. Um, and we get we got to strand them down there. And then it's a, it's a it's a it's a fight for them to get back up, sort of like we get in the movie, but just you know incorporate the whole mining thing more into the story. Yeah. And then and then it's a race to to um to the expose surface, her. Basically. Yeah, and her eco crimes and she's like, "No, I will not let you." Here, dime store Mandalorian, what's his name? Pedro oh, Pascal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you kill them. Cuz that's basically what he is. He looks exactly like Pedro Pascal. Sergio Perez Mencheta yeah. looks kind of like a Knock off Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Sorry. That, I, I, sure, it's not that easy, but that's how easy we just made this more, uh, you know, made it more cohesive. Because as it is, like, the mining operation on the in the trench doesn't really matter for the story. No. Well, except for the explosion is what rips the whole the giant hole in the thermocline, so that all the the uh, animals can get through. In the first yeah. movie, it's just one meg because because of the submarine. But I mean, still, the explosion could have still been there, you know. It, sure, sure. Because, like I said, for for covering up, sort of what the explosion is there for now, but just to 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 incorporate the mining thing more. And the movie ending with them instead of her being eaten by the dinosaurs. Or listeners or whatever, have them actually apprehend her and like you will pay for your crimes to make it more of a you know eco message. Now she's. I don't think they wanted to do an eco message really. They just wanted to have a cool fight with dinosaurs and and uh, and uh, deep trench uh, fishes. They could still have all that. Sure. I mean, I'm talking twenty minutes of extra scenes, if even that. 
it's most know. it's mostly green screen scenes and like talky scenes on the on the surface. Ah. And then it could really because you know it, it's uh, I read something about that, but like how like there's in the nineties there were a lot of like blockbusters that had like a um, you know a green theme so to speak. Um, where you know the the environment is is uh, in, at risk, we have to do something, and they made didn't, an action movie out of it. Didn't we mention that when we talked about Avatar: Way of the Water? Yeah, might have done that. Yeah, because you have movies like uh, I, I guess that's not a huge movie, but one that I like, uh, Arrival, about how um, you know global warming is actually because of aliens. <laughs> I mean, Independence Day to some extent is that because we kind of ruined the Earth. We, yeah. we, we start a nuclear winter when we launch nukes at the ship and nothing but it doesn't help um, yeah. and of course all the like natural disaster movies they're not really like oh we're doing this to ourselves but I mean it's it's there it's like nature fighting back you know yes. Twister Volcano Dante's Peak all they that do stuff. always mention a little bit like oh if only we hadn't been so dumb <laughs> yeah like oh well, the weather's getting worse because of global warming if only we had listened to Al Gore back in the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that is as as relevant today as it was back then. So, oh yeah, we had and, especially this summer in Europe. I mean, yeah, wait, Southern Europe is burning for a month. <laughs> I, f- I forget where. I think I read it on Letterbox. They have articles sometimes where like that was coming back. But I'm trying to think what movie they were talking about. Maybe it was Avatar because it was all of the whole uh, save the whales theme in that movie. And I mean just, you know, colonizing and everything. It was there was a lot in that movie in Avatar. Um but anyway, this could have been one of those movies. And I mean it is it's campy, it's silly. It already feels like a 90s movie. Why not go all the way then and actually have like a green message which they kind of start off with. Continue that. Yeah. It's not that hard. Um, I just pulled something out of my ass. I thought I thought it sounded pretty good. <laughs> sure. Um. So, I don't know. I, I think we can kind of wrap it up there. Honestly. Yes, it's like it's not a deep movie. It's it's very much pure <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, ha 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 ha. Thank you. <laughs> honestly, that wasn't unintentional. <laughs> I I guess yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it's um, not, not, not very deep. No. <laughs> not very layered or complex. It's just, you know... It's it's a lot fun. happening, but it's it's not confusing, really. No. The only thing that was a little bit confusing was what the fuck were those crocodile-looking lizard things? Yeah, because they lived underwater. I'm trying underwater. to figure out what, what dinosaur is that supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, because we see them in the Cretaceous period in the beginning. They're living on land, but we see them swim as well. But, you know, most lizards can swim. Yeah. Um. Uh, they're amphibious, but, but they then, seem to be like breathing underwater and above water. Yeah, because later we see them in the trench, and they've—that's the first time we see them. So we have to assume that they live underwater, which means they have to breathe water gills. Yeah, because where where would they get oxygen in the trench? Exactly. And this Unless is they're air vents. <sighs> like you know, like they have to show that then. They can't yeah, just that's like, true, that's yeah, true, because that's true. then when when the when the hole rips through the thermocline, the the layer of you know where you the, the water, the cold layer that yeah, separates. the cold layer that separates the trench from the rest of the world, they swim through, but they're perfectly able to run around and breathe on land as well. Yeah, like sure, we saw that in the beginning, but yeah, how were they breathing for millions and millions of years in the trench? 
why were how how did they survive in the trench? Because uh, usually you see like large animals can survive the those kind of pr- that that pressure because they're large, or you have very small animals that have adapted to it. These are like regular size animals that can go. Like we can forgive the the meg because it's so big going from the surface to the trench. How can a small animal like that go from the crushing depths of the trench to the surface without like melting? Yeah, or imploding. Listen, it's a silly movie. Does not really care about you know reality like that. But it's still there's zero explanation how they breathe both water and air, and that annoyed me. Like I said, I can yeah. for, I can forgive the meg because it's the meg. But this is just some some lizard thing. I honestly, I, I just googled <laughs> crocodile-looking dinosaurs that no. can breathe, bo- breathe both in air and on land. Just, <laughs> no, in water and, and on land. Yeah. You just get crocodiles or the... That was a mosquito. Um, like a, a dinosaurus something something that I have no clue what it is, but it looks yeah. kind of like a crocodile. Yeah, but I'm, I'm guessing it has either lungs or gills, not both. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's a, it's a video. I'm not gonna okay. press it. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It was just. It was just like what? It was confusing, like you said. Yes, a little bit. En- enough that you would do like a double take, like what? How did they work? Oh, whatever. Let's just fight them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, to kind of wrap it up here. Sorry for the short episode, but you know, there's not really much to talk about. We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll we'll do a double one then. Because uh, I think we talked about doing... Well, fuck it. We'll talk about that later. Yes. Um, <laughs> would you recommend the Meg 2, though? Oh, yeah. If you've seen the first one. Honestly, even if you haven't seen the first one. Yeah. You can kind of watch it as a standalone could, if you want to. It could kind of work as a standalone. They explain anything you wouldn't really... Like, what? What is that? Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you're missing someone. Okay, they've died. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you assume they've died. They're just not there anymore. No, they do say they've died. Yeah, we see in memoriam of the... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the gala the thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it works. And I would I would also like... If you if you like, like, f- you know, silly creature features, kind of like shark exploitation movies... Kind of campy, fun campy, action. fun action. Yeah, this is definitely it on a bigger oh, yeah. budget. Yeah. So go ahead. That, I did say that. This is the kind of campy I like because it's campy with a budget. Yeah. They are allowed to go all, all out and actually play with it. Not just like, oh, we're laughing it off because we couldn't afford to make it better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of campy ends up being. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, just to, then, if, I, if I'm going to recommend something else like this. Um, uh, do you remember a movie, a shark movie called Bait? Vaguely. I think it's Australian, where a tsunami or a flood or something hits Australia, um, and uh, some people get stuck in a uh, convenience store. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, It gets flooded, and like, oh, shit, we have to get out. Problem is, uh, when they get off the the shelves and get into the water, they realize there's a great white shark swimming in the store. You remember that movie? Didn't we watch that after we saw Crawl? No, no, no. We watched that, or at least I watched it when it came out, or like a year after something. In ten years ago, it came out in twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah. And I, I remember seeing it maybe like twenty, yeah, twelve or thirteen or something. 
I don't know if we talked about it when we when we when we watched Crawl. I know we talked about it because it's similar to House. So I watched it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw today on Twitter a guy I follow. I forget his name. Um, Oh, you mean on X? Oh, right. Well, uh, yeah, now it's actually called X on my phone Uh. as well. Um, (laughs) He's been on a creature feature bend recently, and I've been talking to him about some because I I like those kind of movies as well. Oh, yeah. And today he said, now watching Bait. And I was like, yeah! And he liked it too. Because that movie... I mean, yeah, it's it's a ch- it's a cheap movie. It's yes. definitely it is re- it is a shark exploitation movie because it's yes. just you know we can put a shark on the on the on the on the cover. Let's just sell this piece of crap movie. But it is a perfect blend of camp, actual suspense, and like good action and gore. Sure. And it's in you know you know and the shark is actually like. In in a lot of the movie, it's not just like oh we have one or two scenes with the shark. No, it's all over the movie. It's like swimming through the store. It's down in the fucking underground uh, uh, parking garage where yeah. one lady gets stuck. Um, and yeah, the the CGI is bad because it's a small budget movie, but it's not like terrible like you see in some movies nowadays. Because nowadays there's like thousands of shark movies. Yes, you should watch Red Red Letter Media. I recently made a video about it. Um, All shark movies. <laughs> yeah, like just just talking about shark exploitation movies. And there's like they listed like a couple of hundred. And that was just scratching the surface of all the shark movies being made nowadays. Sharknado, really, like, shark movies was a thing before. You had, like, giant shark, the puss versus Megalodon or whatever. Yeah. But after Sharknado, which came out, like, ten years ago now, it just exploded. Like, shark exploitation became one of the biggest genres ever for shit movies, you know. Um, and that was right around the time when Bait came out, so it kind of got, you know, grouped in with that. But it's actually a pretty good action movie, or shark movie. So, sure, I'll recommend Meg 2 if you watched Meg 1, but also check out Bait. Really cool movie. Yeah, about- sorry, I was, I was, I was, th- I started thinking about another movie. I think it was like a Nordic movie, but I don't know if there was sharks or just rocks, but no, it was just rocks. Never mind. Which one? Oh, Breaking the Surface? Yes. Well, there are no sharks in our waters. There's like no, one. There's but... there's orcas. Yeah, but they usually don't attack people like that. No. No. Anyway. Anyway. I think that's gonna have to be it for this yes. for this episode. Sorry, it's a little short. It's not there, that short. It's forty plus minutes. We're yeah, fine. Sure. There's, but there's not much to say. If Sometimes like... a movie speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This one truly does because you st- everything's there. There's no, there's no uh, interpretation no needed. Yeah. There's no thoughts needed. Really, you just have mm. to look and laugh and enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you if you like silly shark movies, check it out. If you don't want to watch dumb action, just chilling, watch it. Yeah, if you don't like that kind of stuff, if you like to be uh, challenged a bit. Check out Oppenheimer and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or any of the other movies we've recommended over the years. Yeah. Yeah. But I also I want to mention, like, next week we'll do a double episode because I think we don't have anything prepared for next week. Uh, I mean, not new, specifically. New no. No, not so yet. So we're, we're going to do a little horror double feature because we've seen two horror movies that we haven't talked about yet because yes. just came in, in between, uh, you know, episodes. Yes. So for next week we're going to talk about the new Insidious movie, Insidious the Red Door. Um, and we're going to talk about the latest A24 horror movie, 
which technically technically wasn't distributed by A24 here, but it's still A24 produced. Yeah. Um, talk to me, which uh, we 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 need to talk about. Talk to me. Yes, we do. We need to spread the I, word. I'm just I'm just gonna side note. There is a movie that we both kind of want to see that premieres on Friday. Which one? The haunted house, or whatever it's called. Haunted, haunted mansion. mansion? I mean, I don't, I, don't know. I, I, I don't have to watch it in cinemas. I'll wait no, for the Disney exactly. Plus release. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Please. Cool. <laughs> it looks fun, but I'm not going to pay for that. It's a Disney movie. I'm not paying for it. Fuck. There's that. also another, but it's not horror, and we might save it for a later episode. It's the Kings of the World. All right. Yeah, we'll save that for a later episode. Yeah. Because it's not a big one we have to talk about right away. But I want to watch no. that. So there's, there's stuff coming but up. But we do really want to talk about Talk To Me. And yes. of course we need to mention Insidious based on what everything else we've ever talked about is horror. And specifically the... Uh, stuff. Yes. James, James Wan's stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yes. so Check that out next week. I guess now we're fully back in the swing of it. I guess yes, the new are. season has started. There will um, be a patron episode on Monday with another shark movie, probably. <laughs> yes, we haven't decided if we're going to go for a good shark movie, a silly shark movie, or a Ben Wheatley movie. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, maybe we'll It'll... do bait. Maybe we'll do bait, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. Check yeah. out the Patreon to see what happens. And also, um, there was no... We did record a companion episode for the last episode, uh, Barbie. I haven't edited it yet, though. I haven't had time. So that's going to come out at some point. I'm sorry. We talked about Marriage Story. So. Oh, right. I posted yeah. it on Insta, but I <laughs> didn't yeah. even realize the episode's no. not out. But it'll be up. Uh, sorry about that. Soon. Yeah, but with with uh, with this companion piece, we're going to go every Monday like usual. Yes. So that's it. Thanks that's so it. much for listening. Check us out on Patreon to listen to the companion pieces. And we'll see you in the next episode. We're going to talk about Talk to Me. Uh, but until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. It's produced and directed by Tobias Vadim, hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vadim. Executive producer is Annika Vadim. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Daniel Geisel, Christopher Billian, Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, and CK85. 